Welcome to Success Story, the most useful podcast in the world. I'm your host, Scott D. Clary. The Success Story podcast is part of the Blue Wire podcast network, as well as the HubSpot podcast network, which has other great podcasts like Socialite, hosted by Steph Taylor. Socialite discusses all things online marketing. Steph Taylor answers all your business marketing questions. She deep dives into the nitty gritty of online marketing, uh, content marketing, social media marketing, marketing strategy for business owners. If any of these topics resonate with you, you're gonna love the show. You'll learn things like how to scale your brand on various uh, different social media platforms, some of the biggest mistakes you can make with your launch of a new product or service, uh, the importance of nurturing and engaging your audience consistently, uh, the importance of having your audience fully understand the problem you're trying to solve and why it's important to solve right now, as well as why growing audiences across all social platforms feels so hard in 2022. You can go listen to Socialite wherever you get your podcast or at the HubSpot Podcast Network at hubspot.com slash podcast network. Today, my guest is Naveen Jain. He is the CEO of Viome and Moon Express. He is also the author of Moonshots, Creating a World of Abundance, a best-selling book. He sees beyond the current technological landscape. He creates businesses that are innovating, disrupting is an understatement. He is the founder of Viome Moon Express. Uh, he's also the founder of World Innovation Institute and TalentWise, Intellius, and Infospace. He is an intensely curious entrepreneur. He's focused on audacious ideas that push humanity forward. Like I mentioned, he is the author of the award-winning book, Moonshots. He's the creator of Mind Valley Masterclass programs. He's behind XPRIZE, a global future positive movement, and he's also on the board of Singularity University. He is a career entrepreneur. He's had multiple successes over his career. He knows no limits. He is propelled by his imagination, and as an entrepreneur, his goal is to change is in a positive way as many lives as humanly possible. He pushes big dreams into action. He spurs massive cultural and technological change. His vision and personalities inspire millions globally. Uh, we spoke about some of his past experience as an entrepreneur, some of the things that he's done, but mostly we spoke about uh, taking moonshots, how to build uh, an incredible company, take a risk, his framework, his entrepreneurial framework that he uses to think of business ideas that can truly change humanity. Uh, he focuses on asking different questions, learning things in a different way, hiring the right people. And it may seem simple, but listen to his story and listen what he's doing with his two current active companies, Moon Express and Viome. Moon Express is focused on bringing humans to different galaxies. Viome is focused on improving the lives, and, it's, and Viome is a very active product that you can purchase right now. It's improving the lives uh, because he looked at health and wellness differently. And his goal with Viome will be to uh, cure diseases at some point that are incurable. So he's he's really pushing the envelope when it comes to entrepreneurship and technology and innovation. So let's jump right into it. This is Naveen Jain. He is best-selling author and founder of Viome and Moon Express. You know, every origin story that you hear is generally a rewrite of the real origin stories, right? So it's generally what happens. In our case, you know, we started about six and a half years ago. And as I was finishing up a project uh, around going to the moon, and you always wonder that, you know, once you've done the moonshot, once you've done the moonshot, what do you do for an encore, right? <laughs> you do another moonshot, but this time let's do it symbolic moonshot that could actually fundamentally change the trajectory of how humanity is going to live on planet Earth. And if you could find a way to do anything that improves the life of billions of people, you will find a, you can create a massive enterprise out of it, right? And that's the fundamentally every entrepreneur should know the basic rules of the business are really simple. It doesn't matter what industry you are in. The first question you ask yourself is, am I building a service or a product that improves people's life? And the second question you ask is, 
how many people's lives. That means, God forbid, you are actually successful in doing exactly what you set out to do. Would it help a billion people live a better life? And the answer, you know, the reason is, it's not because you are philanthropist and you're saying, hey, I want to really focus on helping a billion people. You're simply saying, if any company that can help billion people live better, whatever in the way the better is, you can create a $500 billion company, but you don't go wake up in the morning and say, hey, I want to create a $500 billion company. What should I do? I mean, that's not how the world works. So you stay focused on making your customer's life better and everything else will fall in place. And, you know, as we go along and I'll tell you more about a framework that I have used in every company and I start. That is the fundamental framework that once you understand the power of that framework, you will always find that you can do anything you want, right? So anytime I start a company, I ask myself three questions. Why this? Why now? Why me? Right. And why this, I think, just described you. First thing you ask yourself is whatever this is, if it is successful, would it actually change people's life? Would it improve people's life? Would it improve billions of people's lives? Right? That tells you you have a massive market in front of you. Then you ask yourself, why now? And why now is the reason is number one predictor of your success in, in your industry is not how talented you are, how great a product you have. None of that. It's timing. The timing is the number one predictor of your success. I mean, you look at Facebook, it wasn't the first social network, right? The timing was perfect, right? So in fact, if you look before social, you know, obviously before Facebook, most people may not realize there used to be a thing called MySpace. Before MySpace, people did not know that it used to be called Friendster, right? It just timing wasn't there. The internet penetration was there, wasn't there. The mobile phones weren't there. And that literally the timing was just off. You look at, you know, any type of thing, Siri. Before Siri, there were tens of people who had voice recognition. The timing wasn't there. The technology wasn't quite up, you know, there. And I think the bandwidth wasn't there for you to be able to use them, right? So time is good. So how do you how do you perfect your timing? It's really simple. You ask yourself and say, what had changed in the last one to two years? But more importantly, what do you expect to happen in the next three to five years that will allow you to scale your technology at a cheaper, affordable place and more, uh, more people can access it in three to five years using the technologies of tomorrow, not technologies of yesterday. That means if this problem could have been solved half a decade ago using your technology, then you're barking up the wrong tree. That means are you actually intercepting the technologies as they are coming up so you actually hit the knee of the curve so when the technology is taking off, you're actually going with that, right? Wow, and goodness. I can explain you. Just, you. you just I, jumped into it. You just, you just, you're like out the gate, out the gate. Okay, that's fine. Let's let's do it. This is this is good. Sorry, I didn't uh, mean to interrupt. I just, no, 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 no. This keep going. And keep, this is like last, good framework. Very great framework. The so last part is the most important part, and I think every entrepreneur, this is where they go wrong. Which is why me, and why me has two components to it. The first component is what questions are you asking that are different from what everyone else in the industry is asking. Because the questions you ask is the problem you solve. And let me give you two examples from two complete different industry so you can see the framework has nothing to do with an industry. Right? So if you look at the thing I was in the aerospace industry, looking to saying, can we really create a multi-planetary society living on the moon, Mars, and beyond? And people, first of all, say that's not going to happen. That's impossible. But let's set that aside. Even the believers of the things will say, oh, awesome. When you go to the moon, how are you going to grow the food on the moon? And that's it. it generally, they believe it's the right question to ask. But imagine when you ask that question, the only solution to that question is to find a way to grow the food. What if you were to ask a slightly different question that says, why do we eat food? Just by asking, why do we eat food? You suddenly realize the only reason we eat food is for two things, for energy and for nutrition. And then you ask yourself, energy. What? Plants get energy through uh, photosynthesis. Can we actually do get the energy through photosynthesis? And by the way, there are bacteria that are growing in the radioactive nuclear waste. And what does that mean? That these, the, we as organisms have already found a way to protect their DNA against the radiation and use the radiation as a source of energy. 
Now, imagine if we can take a genetic material from these bacteria, modify our genes using CRISPR, and suddenly we are bacterial resistant and we can get energy from the bacteria, energy from the radiation. That means now you can go out in the evening and say, honey, do you want to go out, go out for a walk and get some radiation? Rather than, honey, do you want to go out for a pizza? Right? And that's really the trick is simply asking a different question allows you to solve the problem in many different ways than ever possible. And simply by asking that, right? Now, Incredible. as we go along, I will apply this framework to my latest company, Wyom, but I'm going to stop right here and let you run, run with that. No, no, no. But I, want I just want to take a second and thank the sponsor of today's episode, HubSpot. Now, running your own business means uncertainty is everywhere. So wouldn't it be nice to have a CRM platform that just works? A CRM platform that helps you provide a seamless, connected, best-in-class customer experience. For too long, businesses have had to deal with managing point solutions that slow down their teams, frustrate customers, and hit them with hidden fees. HubSpot's all-in-one CRM platform has everything you need to do business, no hidden fees included. With a connected platform that's easy to implement and use, your teams have all the tools and data they need to spend more time on what matters most, creating remarkable customer experiences. Learn how HubSpot can help your business grow better at HubSpot.com. I feel, I truly feel, Naveen, I feel like you could just talk about everything you're passionate about for the next next five hours if you wanted to. Um, but I appreciate the framework. I guess I want to understand how you've applied it to what you're working on right now. Yeah. But when you ask questions like that, when you ask yeah. questions that change the lens that we look at a problem through, that's a scary concept for an entrepreneur. And what I mean by that is yep. when you're saying something to the point of, well, we can go through, we can potentially change the way that we actually have to consume food. Yes. That for most people is not a problem that can be solved in a lifetime. So when you tackle a problem, you aren't <clears throat> yeah. looking to solve a problem in the next 10 years. You're looking yes. to solve something that is truly moonshot. Now, is that something in different contexts an entrepreneur should still think about? Something that can last, outlast their lifetime? Well, remember, just because you have a moonshot doesn't mean that you don't have the steps along the way that you actually have business around, right? So the interesting thing about moonshots is you have a North Star. You have your uh, pointing direction where you want to go. And then you say, what are the steps that needs to be done along the way for this to happen? And everything you go along the way actually creates a business. So it's not like a moonshot is a binary thing. Either you are in or you are out. Along the moonshots, you develop tremendous amount of technologies that actually can be applied for to create businesses today. And now that we are here, maybe I should actually explain uh, my latest healthcare venture and a moonshot and exactly how we build that yes, moonshot perfect. that created yeah. a business because that actually allows you to see that this is not some theoretical framework. This actually works in real life, right? <clears throat> so uh, most people who may not know, I started a healthcare company called Wyom. And as an Indian guy, I cannot pronounce the word we. So it's we as in Victor. <laughs> Don't ask me why, but that just, why would you name a company that you cannot pronounce? I just fell in love with the name. Right? <clears throat> uh, so we, as you know, is, uh, is life in French, is life. And uh, omics is science. So it's really science of life. So Viome. So, so when I started Viome, the fundamental belief was, what if we can find a way to prevent and reverse all chronic diseases, including cancer. I know a lot of entrepreneurs listen to this show and NetSuite has been a huge supporter for entrepreneurs, for business owners, because there's one thing that we all know. Business is about making money and it's about your bottom line. And the less you spend on the nuts and bolts of running your business, the more profits you keep. But these days, everything is costing more. Supplies, people, shipping. It squeezes your margins. And I've been there juggling multiple systems for finance, inventory, you name it. Each with its own costs and its own set of headaches. That's why I made the switch to NetSuite by Oracle. It's changed our company. Think about it. NetSuite is one of the top financial systems out there. It puts your whole business on one platform, accounting, finance, the works, one data source for everyone. There's no more mismatched info. And because it's in the cloud, it slashes your IT costs. No more servers, no more updates. Just access NetSuite from anywhere. With one integrated suite, your overhead drops big time. And here's the real win. Efficiency. Everything's connected in NetSuite. 
Costs are ridiculous lately. Find a proven way to reduce your expenses and get better performance out of your team. It's a no-brainer, and that's what NetSuite offers. Over 37,000 companies have figured this out already. You have to join them. Right now, through to April 15th, NetSuite's got an incredible, flexible financing plan. Check it out and see the savings yourself at netsuite.com slash scottclary. That's netsuite.com slash scottclary. I don't know about you, but the idea of being harassed, scammed, or even worse, all because somebody found my personal information online, that's terrifying. Our political opinions, our addresses, even stuff about our families, it's out there for anyone to grab. And did you know that data brokers are allowed to sell information on over 98% of Americans? It's scary stuff. That's why I've partnered with Delete Me. I personally use Delete Me. They're a big friend of the podcast because I put myself out there online. So safety is a huge concern. It's really scary how easy it is to find someone's details and information. But Delete Me creates a layer of protection that we all need. You tell Delete Me what you want gone, and they make it disappear from those sketchy data broker sites. And Delete Me doesn't stop. They constantly monitor the web to keep your information off those lists. It's like having a privacy watchdog that never sleeps. You need to take control of your data and keep your private life private by signing up for Delete Me. They're giving a special discount for all Success Story podcast listeners. Get 20% off your Delete Me plan when you go to joindeletemecom slash success and use promo code success at checkout. The only way to get 20% off is to go to joindeleteme.com slash success and enter code success at checkout. J-O-I-N-D-E-L-E-T-E-M-E dot com slash success. Hey everyone, I just want to take a second and thank the sponsor of today's episode, Heaven Hill Bottled and Bond Bourbon. Now I don't have a lot of liquor sponsors on this show. Heaven Hill Bottled and Bond is actually one of my favorites. I've drank it for a few years now, and this is why we actually decided to work together. Heaven Hill Distillery, family-owned since 1935, is a great entrepreneur story, too. So there's five brothers. They filled their first whiskey barrels back in 1935, and their legacy still lives on today. Heaven Hill Bottled and Bond is aged over seven years. That's three more than required by the Bottled and Bond Act of 1897. This means the best quality, the best purity, and the best consistency. This is not just average bourbon. It's the winner of the double gold medals at multiple 2023 World Spirits competitions, and they've won the very prestigious Triple Still Award. It's a very big deal in the liquor and bourbon world. Heaven Hill Bottled and Bond boasts an exceptionally smooth oak flavor, while its aroma offers a sweet blend of caramel and smooth vanilla. If you love bourbon, you need to try Heaven Hill Bottled and Bond. Available nationally, look for a bottle at your local store. Heaven Hill reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Think back to your last few days in the office. Did any of them leave you feeling really accomplished? Not the kind of day where you're running around like crazy, but where you've made real progress on something that matters. Because being busy doesn't always mean being productive. And I bet you we've all been there. And maybe it's time to rethink what it means to get things done. Today's episode is sponsored by Belay, and what they help you do is, instead of getting sucked into emails and to-do lists, they help you delegate tasks and focus on big goals. They can connect you with top-notch U.S.-based talent who are ready to take on those time-consuming tasks that bog you down. Let's be real. There are way more important things you could be doing than bookkeeping or wrangling a packed inbox. They have virtual assistants to handle all of those pesky administrative tasks or accounting professionals to take care of all your financials. But here's the best part. You don't have to waste weeks searching for the right person. Belay's personalized matching service works quickly, sometimes matching you with the right talent to take stuff off your plate in under a week. Are you ready to try a different way of working? Check out Belay's list of the top 25 things you can delegate to a virtual assistant. It might just change your business and your life. Text SUCCESS, that's S-U-C-C-E-S-S, to 55123 to get the list and to start transforming your to-do list with Belay. Thank you so much indeed for sponsoring Success Story. For all business leaders out there, Indeed is a lifesaver. See, we're always driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. You're going to ditch the busy work and you're going to use Indeed for scheduling, screening, messaging, so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. 
Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash Clary. Just go to Indeed.com slash Clary right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash Clary. Terms and conditions apply. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Certain agent. So you're talking about diabetes, heart disease, you know, uh, you look at obesity, you look at depression, anxiety, Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, and you go on and on, and, and including every cancer and aging, because aging is just a chronic disease. If you could prevent and reverse these chronic diseases, the first question was, would it help a billion people live a better life? The answer is 7.4 billion people, check mark. Good. Yeah. Now you say, why now? Well, the now was we said, okay, <clears throat> in the last, to solve this problem, you have to be able to digitize the human body, understand everything that's happening in the human body at a, at a molecular level, at a biochemical level, everything that's going on in the human body. Well, we say, wow, that's a tough problem. In the last 10 years, the cost of actually digitizing the even a single sample used to be billion dollars came down to million dollars came down to $100,000. And now it is six years ago was about $1,200. We said that's too high, but we looking at the price trend, we know in the next three to five years that will be down to $100, and I think that's affordable. So we started the company believing that the technology will come down and price will come down to about 100 bucks. Guess what happened? It came down to about $18, right? So while we thought we were 10 times optimistic, it turns out we were actually five times pessimistic, and that's the power of exponential technology, right? The next thing was we said, look, even if we could digitize the human body, we won't have access to supercomputers. How are we going to process this massive amount of data that's coming in? And we said, look, this cloud computing is really, really starting to take off. And we're going to start using this cloud computing. And we launched our first thing. And it cost us $43 to process one single sample. We took a deep breath and said, wow, that's expensive. But we knew that cost has already come down from $500 to $43. In the next three to five years, it should come down to $10. Guess what? It came down to about buck fifty. Right. So literally, as you start to see when you find these technology at a trend, the last part was even if you process all the data, would AI be powerful enough to be able to actually analyze all this data and tell you what's causing what disease? No one had argument about that was going to happen. So we took that for granted. And guess what? Everybody was right that we have the technology AI now, right? The last part was the most interesting part, which is why me? I am not a scientist, I am not a doctor, I'm going into this area and I don't understand anything about human health. But guess what, That, as opposed to being really worried that I don't know about it, to me, that was the biggest asset I brought to the industry was, I wasn't going to take what experts have said, taking it for granted. I'm going to challenge the foundation of everything that people have taken it for granted. And once you do that, you're able to look at the solution that no one has ever looked at. So there were two things we saw. Number one was everyone in the industry was focused on genetics, your DNA. They wanted to know if I could get your DNA that's so unique to you, I will be able to tell you why you are develop- why you have a certain disease. And being naive, I said, wait a sec, your DNA never changes. They say, yes, it never changes. Wow, interestingly. So if I do my DNA test today, a year later, I gain 400 pounds. My DNA hadn't changed. I get depression. My DNA didn't change. I get diabetes. My DNA didn't change. Heart disease. And then I get you know, Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, and I die. Even after I die, 10 years after I die, you take my DNA. It's still the same. So if DNA can't even tell you you're dead or alive, how can it tell you that you're healthy or sick? So if your genes are not changing, what is changing? People say, of course, you know, gene expression is changing. The RNA is always changing. Holy shit, let's go measure that. And we never say, how are we going to do that? Nobody has ever done that. We say, great. So if we could measure the gene expression, because then we know you're causing the onset of a disease or you're developing a disease, how you're progressing, let's measure gene expression. So I asked, I said, great. 
Don't ask me how, but if we could measure all the, ge the gene expression on the human body, would that solve the problem? This is not quite. What do you mean not quite? I just solved the world hunger problem here. Well, <clears throat> their human body is not just homogeneous coming the DNA from our mom and dad. 99% of all the genes that are expressed in our body actually are not our own. They are the 100 trillion microbiome that's in our gut, in our mouth, in our nose, in our ear, all over our body, 100 trillion of them. In fact, of all the genes that are expressed, 99% are actually coming from these microbiome. So I start seeing, reading the, you know, I went back to my research and say, all right, obesity and microbiome. Obesity is connected to the microbiome. Wow, it's interesting. Diabetes and microbiome. And literally you can Google anything you want. Parkinson's and microbiome. Parkinson's starts in the gut 15 years before you see the symptom. Alzheimer's and microbiome. Cancer and microbiome. And literally every disease is directly connected to microbiome. And at that point, most people would say, Eureka movement, right? I found it. <clears throat> and that's the time you ask yourself and say, you must be a complete moron if everyone believes that is the problem and there are tens of companies doing the same thing. Why is this problem not getting solved then? Then you go back to the framework. What questions are they asking in microbiome? Well, it turns out everyone was asking exactly the same wrong question, which was, I want to know what organisms are in your gut. I want to know what organisms are in the people's gut who have different diseases. Now, don't laugh. I have no idea what these organisms are. In my mind, I'm thinking these organisms are like a tiny humans doing shit in my body. <laughs> these tiny, tiny humans. I said, good. <clears throat> in that case, wouldn't it be possible there could be thousands of different organisms doing exactly the same thing that's making me sick? So I take two people with diabetes, completely different organism, yet producing exactly the same thing that's causing me a disease. So I think we need to focus on what they are doing, not who they are, because the same organism could do something good in Scott's gut because it's in the right environment, it's a nice friendly environment, and the same organism can make me sick because my environment and the gut is fighting amongst each other, right? Just like I thought human being, you take a good person, put them in a bad environment, they do bad behavior. You take a bad person, put them in a good environment, they do good behavior. So let's focus on the, what they are doing, not who they are. And that was fundamentally the dip I asked and say, what if we can find out what these microbiome is producing and we can find out every gene that's expressed in the human body. And then we look at the totality of that. Would that solve the problem? Everyone say, if you could do that, this problem can get solved. Great. So I went on a mission trying to find this technology that could do that. Kid you not, <clears throat> I went to every single university and uh, first, my first stop was, by the way, NASA JPL. I, as you know, I was coming from the space side. Of, I knew these guys have tons of technology they developed, and they're sending the rovers to the Mars trying to find the damn organism on the Mars. They have to have solved this problem. So I go there at NASA JPL, and I'm like talking to the director, talking to the scientists, and they're saying, hey, we don't care. We just need to find out if there is something there. We don't really care what they're doing. <clears throat> and I said, you guys are a bunch of morons. I'm going to go to the NASA Houston. They probably got this thing figured out. <laughs> so I'm in NASA Houston. And now I get to touch all the moon rocks. I get to play with all the cool stuff, but it's still no technology. So I now at the NASA Kennedy Space Center, no good. So I started going to the national labs. I went to Lawrence, Berkeley, Lawrence, Livermore. And I'm like, everyone, I'm starting to get like people say, yeah, it's possible, but we haven't done it. I am now at Los Alamos National Lab. And by the way, if you don't remember, no, Los Alamos National Lab is famous for, come on, Scott, work with me. I don't know. I don't know what it is. <laughs> So I'm so enthralled by this story. I have so many questions. What is what is what is the what is the lab famous for? I can't remember. Atom developing atomic bomb. Oh, okay. So I should know that. That's that's my mistake. Okay, that's my bad. Okay, so they so they they have a, a little bit of technology there, a little bit. So they basically, even though it was called Manhattan Project, it wasn't done in Manhattan. It was done in Los Alamos, right? Uh, so anyway, so these guys, I was there, and now I am like at the end of my rope and I'm thinking, God, I don't know this problem is solvable or not, but I'm going to throw out a challenge to all the scientists and say, is there anyone out here, let alone what these guys are doing, can they at least tell me if these guys, what is a bacteria, what is a virus, so that when you are sick, you can find out you need antibiotics or not. Now, there's one guy, so I have 12 scientists pitch me like a shark tank and they all have the idea. I can have a 3D microscope, I can do this, I can do that. And one guy comes up and says, you know, dude, 
Not only I can tell you what my what you, whether it's a bacteria or virus, I can tell you exactly what they're producing. I can even tell you whether antibiotics is going to work or not going to work. Or I can tell you which antibiotics is going to work, and I can tell you exactly what they are. And my first reaction was, really? So what project are you working on? And the guy looks at me and says, what's your security clearance level? And then he says, stop. And he says, it doesn't matter. Even if you told me you work at CIA, I can tell you that you don't have a security clearance level, so stop asking me questions. And what do you say when I'm like an entrepreneur? I'm just like, bullshit. Yeah, <laughs> said, like, no, tell me, <laughs> show me. Yeah, <laughs> bullshit. I said, totally fucking bullshit. You're giving this my security clearance level. I said, forget it. I don't need to know what you're working on. Can you tell me how it works? And he said, of course I can tell you. And he goes on to describe what they have done in the 10 years, developing a technology to be able to analyze RNA. And basically it is a biodefense project. And I just, all I know oh, okay. that is basically to protect our country against bioweapons. Right. You could argue that a lot of cynics out there and say, protect, they probably were developing bioweapons. <laughs> not my problem, <laughs> not going to get in there. <laughs> but let's just assume they're protecting our country from bad, bad actors. And if they're protecting our country from bad actors, what problem they have to solve? Which is, hey, if there was a terror, we don't care what organisms are there. We need to know what they just produced so we can build an antidote for it. Right. So they needed to solve the problem that I was trying to solve. And they literally, so it took me six months to actually license the technology and hired the guy who was working on it, got him out of his federal job, and he's my chief science officer, right? Amazing. And then we said, right? and then I said, God, now we have the technology to analyze this. I need the AI guy. So what do I do? I hire the guy, the head of IBM Watson, to quit his job, bring his whole team to go to the AI for me, right? And that's literally so what we started Viome. So my point I was trying to make was we asked a slightly different question. And that's what allowed us to solve the problem that had remained unsolved. And the last part of why me is really important. And I think just from the perspective of any business you start, Scott, it is going to have ups and downs. And I think you probably know every entrepreneur who tells you they don't have ups and downs are either lying or they just don't know what the fuck is going on in their business. Right? Every business goes through. In fact, almost every successful business has gone through a, what I would call near-death experience. Facebook, Oracle, Apple. I mean, literally Apple, Amazon, everyone went through the near-death experience. Every one of these businesses, right? Apple was almost a dead company. Microsoft saved them. Now they're kicking it. Right. I mean, every one of these companies go through near-death experience. In fact, what I, I, you know, I don't know if you ever follow me. I always tell people, life of an entrepreneur is being alive. How do you know you're alive? You have a heartbeat. It goes up and down, up and down. When you are, when you have a smooth line, you're dead. So if you're looking to live a life which is smooth, you're looking to live a life of a dead person. You're not looking to live life of an entrepreneur. The beauty of the thing is when you are down. All you have to do is hunker down and know the next beat is going to be up. And when you're on the top of that beat, never get too cocky because remember the winter is coming and winter shall come. I just want to take a second and thank the sponsor of today's episode, NordVPN. Now, if you've ever missed out on your favorite shows because it's not available in your country, or if you're trying to keep your private time private, you don't want people spying on what you're doing, well, let me introduce you to NordVPN. If you're bored of US Netflix, why not take a spin in the UK? Use NordVPN, click of a button, you can do just that. You want to watch your favorite anime, you don't have to travel to Japan. NordVPN brings it right to you with 5,000 plus server options. No show is out of reach. And of course, we all love to binge TV and Netflix, but privacy is a big deal too. NordVPN keeps your information encrypted, so you never have to worry about your IP or location getting out. They've also doubled down on keeping you safe with their new threat protection feature. Say goodbye to intrusive web ads and malware. Even if you download an infected file, threat protection kicks in and deletes it before it makes a mess of your computer. Don't forget, if you're trying NordVPN, there is literally no risk to you. They have a 30-day money-back guarantee. Give it a try. If you like it, great. If you don't, they'll issue you a refund. You can pretend it never happened. They gave a special discount for Success Story podcast listeners. They gave a special offer. So go to my link at nordvpn.com slash success story to get your subscription started today. Um, one thing that I thought was interesting, you the why yeah. you is such an important yeah. an important point of this formula. And I and I want to highlight something. Yeah. The why you for you was not because you had the experience. It was not because you've worked in this industry or this field for X amount of years. The YU was actually just somebody who was motivated enough yeah. to do it. 
and to ask the right questions. <clears throat> and the right things, I mean, Scott, just another part to look at the people ask me, how do I find my true calling? And I realized that it's really easy. When you wake up in the morning and you don't jump out of the bed, you should quit what you're doing because that's not your calling. Because when you really find your calling, you become so obsessed that you go to sleep thinking about it. You jump out of the bed in the morning wanting to do it, right? And that's when you get that, you will find yourself to be in that zone that nothing can stop you from actually solving that problem. When you're an entrepreneur that focuses on coming up with solutions to problems that people didn't even know they have. How do you look at building the business differently than somebody that does have a huge market and they're just trying to be another part of that market? Because I don't think people know. Like, I, I, I don't know if you want to go into to, to Moon Express and, and Moonshot. That's, a, that's another business that nobody has an idea that that's even an option. Same with Vile, right? So go, go ahead. Yes, I think it's got a very good question because people always wonder that I, I am a small business. How am I going to create a new industry, a new business? And the way to look at this stuff is not you're not creating a new industry or new business. You're morphing. You're actually allowing people to look at the problem in a very different way. So when so let's just go look at Wyomility. So when people get sick today. They believe they have no choice. What do they say? Oh, my God, really bad luck. Oh, sorry, you developed the cancer. Bad luck. They never say, oh, it may be the matter of bad choices you made, not the bad luck. And my thought was, what if we can reframe that scene? By the way, so here is just to tell you how crazy we were. Imagine living in a world where illness is optional. And people, honestly, when we came up with the tagline, people looked at me and said, are you telling me it is my fault that I am sick? Do I want to be sick? And answer is yes. I says, because what you put into your body is your choice. It's not somebody shoved it down your throat. So food we eat, the air we breathe, the things we do, are our lifestyle is our choice. Everybody, by the way, agrees that, you know, being healthy is a choice. You heard nobody ever argues with you. He said, is being healthy a choice? People say, of course, being healthy is a choice. You make, you work out every day. You do yoga, you do meditation, you eat right. And that's a choice. And I say, if being healthy is a choice, don't you think being sick is a choice? <laughs> and my point of make was that simply changing the perception of what we did, we say, Allah, how about this? I'm going to show you what is happening inside your body? So we have this at-home kit, right? So you get this kit at home and you send us your sample. So in this case, you touch of a stool, few drops of your blood, and very soon a spit of your saliva. And when you send it to us, what do you get back? In turn, we show you the rashes inside your body. What's happening in your body? That you, If you turn the body inside out, what you will see? We tell you your biological age. Hey, it doesn't matter how old you are. Let me tell you how old your body feels you are, right? So I am, by the way, 62. My biological age has now come down by nine years. I'm 53 biological. Right? Wow. So now, imagine, so people talk about reverse aging as if I become a baby. No, but I have the energy of 53. And my hope is when I turn 70, my biological age come down to 40. So it doesn't mean I am not 70. I'm still 70. But my energy, that my physical body is performing at the level of being 40, right? Then we give you your immune health. How well are you protected if you were to catch cold or flu? Is your body ready to fight? Is your immune system at its prime or is the immune system not working well? Or is too much inflammation going on in your body? Then we give you your gut health, your cellular health, your mitochondrial health, all the 400 insights into your body. And the people say, I don't get that. I don't even know what the hell mitochondria is. Tell me if it's not good, what should I do? Good question. And then we literally tell you, don't eat broccoli because we saw that your sulfide production in your gut is high, which is causing inflammation in your body. And sulfide is being produced because it needs sulfate. So don't take foods that are high in sulfate, which are what? Broccoli, cabbage, Brussels sprout, which looks really healthy, but for you, they are actually harming you. We saw that your oxalate pathway is not very active. So don't eat food high in oxalate, which are spinach. 
So even though Popeye told you spinach is good for everyone, Popeye was not a scientist. Don't eat spinach. It's not good for you. Right. Same thing. People, you know, we look at the ammonia production. So, oh, my God, you got a lot of ammonia being produced, causing a lot of inflammation. It's coming from fermenting the protein by these organisms. That means you're eating a lot of protein, which is not being digested. You have two choices. Cut down the protein or take digestive enzyme with that protein. Right. And then we say, hey, by the way, hope you're not taking vitamin B3 right now because your uric acid production is too high because it's harming you. And if you are, your bile acid production is too high, don't take curcumin or turmeric, which you, everyone tells you is good for you, not good for you right now. And by the way, you probably heard, if you want to live long, take NAD or NR or NMN, you know, all these things, uh, you know. <clears throat> Guess what? Don't do that because your cellular senescence is too high and you're very high inflammation. Don't take NAD. But you do need 22 milligram of elderberry every day. You need 27 milligram of berberine every day. You need 79 milligram of amylase every day. And all these vitamin, mineral, herbs, amino acid, digestive enzymes, you need them every day. These are the probiotics you need every day. These are prebiotics you need them. And guess what? If you want, we actually make those custom capsules with only those ingredients in that dosage for you every month. And as you retest and we say, oh, you don't not need berberine anymore. You don't need the elderberry anymore. Now you need shatavri and you need this, right? And we literally yeah. adjust your things every month, custom made robotically. So there is no pre-made capsule ever. Everything is custom made for you. And guess what happens when you do that? People say, well, how do we know it works? So we actually did a clinical study and we published it that people who follow our stuff for just for four months, their depression score came down by 36%, clinical score. Anxiety clinical score down by 32%. Their diabetes came down by 30% measured by HbA1c. Their IBS, you and I, like stomach ache, you know, constipation, diarrhea, 40% reduction in their IBS SSS score, right? And literally that, then people say, well, how do we know it is the food that you recommended or the supplements you did? Great question. So we actually did this study that sold what if people only followed food recommendation and the people who took food and supplement? And we saw that people who follow food, their scores improved, but people who did food and supplement, their scores improved much faster and more in the same time frame. Right? So we know that this makes a difference. That's incredible. Now, what is the moonshot for Viome? So we're, oh, we're improving people's life. So what is the moonshot? Is it Aha. cure cancer? Is it increased life expectancy? I'm super curious what this technology and this way of thinking and this yeah. this uh, this individualized yep. life that you've set up for people can actually achieve or what you want it yeah. to achieve. Well, so there were you know so there were three parts to the puzzle, right? So one is able to prevent the disease from happening, and we are not naive that not everyone is going to do a biome test, and they by the time they come to us, they already have a disease. So can we diagnose them at the earliest possible time? while the diseases are still curable, can we diagnose them early? So here's the next thing we did. We actually were able to detect stage one, not later, stage one oral cancer, stage one throat cancer, just wow. from your saliva with 98% specificity and 93% sensitivity. So that means when we tell you you have a cancer, you have 93% certain you have a cancer. When I tell you you don't have a cancer, there's 98% chance you don't have a cancer, right? By the way, unlike other cancer tests that are in the market like Grail, 45% sensitivity. That means when they tell you you, you, have, you don't have a cancer, there's 55% chance you actually do, right? And their sensitivity is so poor. We got FDA to give us a breakthrough device designation. That tells you FDA breakthrough device designation means this technology is so far superior to anything in the marketplace. It is going to change lives. And this technology is actually now ready and you can continue to start to look at and develop it so you can people can use it in the future. And they work with you to get their approval to you. Now we're launching a cancer detect test, by the way, in the next two months where you can go actually at home, spit in a tube, you send it to us and we'll send you a report that says, do you have an oral cancer, throat cancer? And we are now extending it to pancreatic cancer, bile cancer, breast cancer. Uh, head, neck, shoulder cancer, GI cancer, gynecological cancer. So we're going to literally have all these things, including things like 
diagnosing your diabetes, your heart disease, your obesity, to know that are the internal signals that are starting to show that you're going to develop, you're starting to develop these diseases, right? The last part was, what if we cannot diagnose them early enough? Is there, a, can we come up with a cure for the diseases that are always have remained uncurable? So if you have an autoimmune disease, you go to a doctor, they never say, oh, let me find out what's causing autoimmune disease. What they say, let me give you immune suppression so you don't have the symptom. But that doesn't mean you don't have autoimmune disease. We keep suppressing the immune system. And when you suppress the immune system, what happens? You get sick from some other things because your immune system is no longer working, right? So we actually found what was doing it, uh, what was causing this autoimmune disease that attacks your joints called uh, ankylosing spondylitis. We went to GSK and now they agreed to develop a vaccine against it using our technology where we get the royalty. Now, we same thing we saw on the colorectal cancer. We went back to GSK and they licensed that and now they're developing a therapeutics against can colorectal cancer to prevent it and to actually stop the progression of their cancer just because we have now so much data. We have analyzed over 300,000 people already that is allowing us to actually have all this data that's you know allowing us to prevent it, if you're not already diagnosed it, and then actually come up with the drugs. We now have drug targets for things that are not curable today, which is IBS, IBD, oral cancer, throat cancer, right? Uh, colorectal cancer, on aging, and we're going to come back and talk about that a little bit more. Those are the kind of things we are focused on. So our moonshot is really simple. At the end of the day, somebody asked me that in 10 years, 20 years, where do you see Wyoming? And I said, my ideally, if my diagnostic business is completely shut down and my therapeutic business has no business, I succeeded because then I am able to prevent everybody from getting sick. And that is the ultimate goal. <laughs> But that so so that's something. So I think that that would be an incredible moonshot in ten years. But realistically, there's always going to be new things that are going to pop up, and also there's it'll be unlimited opportunity. Um, you mentioned one point about aging. So yeah, walk me. What is what is the what is the um, the scientific reasoning yeah. for aging, and how are you tackling that? Yeah. So what we are seeing actually, we published a paper that's coming out in Cell. And by the way, our paper on the oral cancer and throat cancer came out in Nature-owned magazine that published in the Nature. So you can go check it out. Uh, but on the aging thing, what we found was we analyzed, as I said, over 300,000 people. And we looked at what was going on in their body as people age. And that's actually, this is how we calculate the biological age. So we now have people who are 18 years old, 19 years old, 20 years old, and every single age. When you come along, Scott, and we said, now we look at all your biomarkers and say, are your biomarkers similar to the person who is 32 years old, similar to the person who is 62 years old, or person who is 19 years old, or person who is, you know, and then literally we say, this is what your biological age looks like based on all this massive amount of data, right? We saw the number one thing that's the actually causes aging is inflammation in the body, right? So when your body has inflammation, what happens is all of your organs are at that point are subfunctional. And then as, con the, as the inflammation continues to have a chronically, a chronic inflammation, you start to actually develop a lot of these, what we call age-related diseases. And if you can suppress the inflammation, so the number one thing Deepak Chopra and other people have also said is that chronic diseases, the root cause of all chronic diseases is chronic inflammation. And the chronic inflammation comes from many things the food we eat, the stress we cause, right? Because it's literally the bi-directional gut and brain are connected. So when you are stressed, it releases glucocorticoid. That changes the gut microbiome. That in fact is now we can show that in, my, in many cases, your glucocorticoid is converted by microbiome into testosterone locally that could cause lesion or a cancer. So when I saw that research about a month and a half ago, my scientist was explaining it to me. Only thing I could remember was glucocorticoid. I'm thinking, that comes from stress. My mom was right. She used to always tell me when I was young, don't stress, stress causes cancer. It's like, I have no, never understood why she said that. Now we have a proof actually that stress causes cancer.
I just want to take a second and thank the sponsor of today's episode, Manscaped. Now you too can join 6 million men who trust Manscaped by going to manscaped.com today for 20% off and free shipping with the code 20SUCCESS for all Success Story podcast listeners. And whether you're brand new or you're already with the Manscaped team, you could use a crown jewel of care for your family jewels, the Platinum Package 4.0. Now with this package, you can align your entire hygiene routine all in one swoop. And inside the 10-part Platinum Package is everything you know about the Performance Package Plus, some shower goodies included to elevate your grooming game. So you got the Lawnmower 4.0 Body Trimmer and the Weed Whacker Nose and Ear Hair Trimmer. Uh, they have advanced proprietary skin-safe technology. In addition to shaving, you can now completely upgrade your shower routine with the Ultra Premium Body Wash and Ultra Premium 2-in-1 Shampoo and Conditioner. You'll have your skin feeling hydrated and smelling fresh. And also, don't forget to apply their aluminum-free Ultra Premium Deodorant. And don't worry, it's not pumpkin spice. It's a cologne-quality fragrance. Now, Manscaped even through in two free gifts to their Platinum Package 4.0, the Manscaped Boxers, and the Shed Travel Bag. Now, to get this package and more, go to manscaped.com and get 20% off and free shipping with the code 20SUCCESS. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com when you use the code 20SUCCESS. I mean, and that's, and that's so that if you, if you tackle that inflammation and that inflammation, also, curious uh, to your opinion on this, uh, obviously, Viome is not like a, a lifestyle and stress management company. No. That's not your main focus. No. What percentage of aging can be combated just from uh, your gut biome and all the other items that impact stress versus your environment? Do you feel you can do a good enough job just with, with the... So, I, so nutrition ahead. is the key because the reason is even if the things are, you know, so if you don't have, if you have a poor nutrition, it doesn't matter. You could meditate, you could do everything. You have poor nutrition, there's nothing you can do. So you got to get the nutrition right so that you reduce the gut inflammation, you reduce the underlying fire. And once you have done that, now your job is to prevent, to keep lighting up that fire, right? So once you get the nutrition right, then you want to make sure you're not constantly putting a match onto that, which is reduce the stress. So that means doing things that are calm, making sure that you are in fact, uh, you know, meditating, right? So just really finding calm stress. Even when you are eating, it's really interesting. When your body is actually in a, you know, flight mode, what happens? Fight or flight mode, it stops the digestion completely. I mean, that's literally what happens. Think about it. you're running away from a tiger. Do you yeah. think body cares at that point to digest the food? You're going to become a food all. for someone else, right? So it basically shuts down all the non-essential activity, including digestion. So when you are stressed at, you know, come home and you're stressed from work and you start eating and putting the thing in your mouth, guess what? Your body cannot digest that food. That's the reason what do people do? They do gratitude. They calm down. They take a deep breath and put themselves back into the parasympathetic mode instead of sympathetic mode. Then you're able to digest. And that's the reason the idea of this gratitude came about was to be able to actually come back and say, I'm so thankful for, and that puts the body into the parasympathetic mode, right? Or taking a deep breath before you're eating and calm down, and then you start eating, right? And that are, these were all these practices that came about was so the body is able to digest the food. Once you have done that, the, you know, so there are four things that are absolutely necessary for you to live healthy, live long, which is absolutely the best nutrition for you. And there is no such thing as universal healthy food or no universal healthy supplement. So don't think all, all specific just to eat, you, very specific to you. So first you get the nutrition right, then make sure you manage the stress. Number three, exercise, exercise at any age actually improves your gut microbiome and it obviously puts some muscles in your body that, that does all the good things. Uh, number four, sleep. Sleep is essential. If sleep, you could, if humans could evolve to live without sleep, that gene pool would have been the one that won. That gene pool did not win. The reason is when you don't get enough sleep, you can't actually fight against a tiger. You can't run away from a tiger. So that gene pool got wiped out that did not sleep. And the only gene pool that survived was a gene pool that was able to actually get a good sleep. And so those are the four-legged stool for you to live long and live healthy. Amazing. Amazing. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. So uh, uh, an honest question. How much yeah. time do you have? Because I do want to talk about Moon Express, but I also want to be respectful. So when when, I when have, is your stop? I mean, I have an honest to God, I have a hard stop at 10. So I need a five minutes to get a biological brief. So 10 minutes for you. 
Okay, so let's do, I just want to talk about the premise of Moon Express because we're yes, not going to get into all the details. Yeah. And then okay. I'm going to do a couple rapid fire questions and get all of your, yeah. your contact. So, so yeah. I just love Moon Express because I know Singularity University. I know yep. XPRIZE. And yeah. the, all those all those institutions are focused on like thinking differently. Again, the the whole premise that you're asking the right questions. Yeah. So Moon Express, yeah. you're looking at and maybe explain in your words, but from what I understand, you're looking yeah. at not necessarily sending people and helping people live other places, but we're looking at maybe using uh, resources, correct, and then using that to improve the lives of people on Earth. So no, so is I that. So walk me walk me through what Moon Express is because I want to understand why you decided to do this out of all the potential exponential businesses, industries, companies you could have started. So remember, we all seven point four billion of us are living on a single spacecraft in this spacecraft called Planet Earth, and it's flying. By the way, it's flying at a massive speed under space. If our spacecraft gets hit by one asteroid, our whole species is going to get wiped out. Right? Similar to what happened to dinosaurs. So we all say, oh, I'm really worried about our planet. I always tell them, worry about the human species. Don't worry about the planet. Planet is just fine. Right? If we get hit by asteroid, dinosaurs are much bigger species. They couldn't survive. The human species is going to get completely wiped out. When dinosaurs died, what happened? The planet actually went on and it created humans. When humans walk, go away, it probably will continue and create superhumans. Right? We never know. And point I'm trying to make is that if we care about our species, we need to be able to distribute our species into multiple planets, not just even within our solar system. So going from Earth to the moon, the reason is the moon is a good stepping stone. Once you learn to live away from the planet Earth, all the technologies you can develop are, should be able to do on the moon while we are still close to the planet Earth. So if you're going to get stuck, it's better to be a lunatic on moon than to be a Martian six months away. Right? Right. But once you develop the technology on the moon, you don't want to just go to the Mars. You actually want to go even out of our solar system because one day our sun is going to implode, whether we like it or not. Right? Sun is going to go away. You want to be in a different solar system. Then guess what? You don't want to be in our galaxy. You want to go into different galaxies. So you are completely distributed. And someday you may want to go to different universe in the multiverse, so you're completely distributed. You're able to reseed the planet when you need to if there is any destruction of any planet. So that is the long-term goal is to create a multi-planetary society. As you were asking, in the meantime, we thought while we are doing it, could we bring the resources back from and use them on Earth while we are building that long-term business. So that was our initial thing is to say, hey, can we bring helium-3 that can be used for fusion energy? Can we bring other resources while we do that to build the long-term business of surviving outside planet Earth? Incredible. Okay, so I think that we'll do a 2.0 where people can go research Moon Express because uh, yep. everything you've done with XPRIZE and Singularity University is a whole other conversation and it's all incredible. Um, Let's do, okay, so let's do this. Let's, uh, first, where can people reach out to you? Uh, if the website, well, they social, what's, Absolutely. where do they go? Yeah. They can go to naveenjain.com. That's my okay. website. And you can always send me an email through that. Uh, you can also follow me on LinkedIn. You can follow me on Instagram. And I always answer all my emails, all my messages. So send me the, all the messages you want. On, so follow me on the social media. Go to naveenjain.com. Send me an email from there. Amazing. Okay. Uh, let's do a couple rapid fire. Uh, biggest challenge yeah. that you've had to overcome in your own personal life. What was that? How did you overcome it? Well, I think the biggest challenge we all face is really our mindset. When you start to feel that there is a competition and there is a finite things in the world, when you feel scarcity is what driving you, that's when you fail. Once you create this mindset of abundance, then everything starts to feel good because you know your competition is inside you, not outside you. That means you need to be better every day. And if you keep doing it, and the second challenge really that most people face is not having a mindset of intellectual curiosity. The minute you develop the mindset of intellectual curiosity, you always, in fact, constantly learning. The day you stop learning is the day you die. Amazing. Uh, a person who has been incredibly impactful in your life, there's obviously been many, but who pick one. Who was that and how did they uh, how did they impact you? Well, I would tell you that, you know, 
life is the biggest mentor you can have. Life never stops teaching. It's you stop learning, right? So to me, every moment in your life is a moment to learn. Every interaction you have is your mentor right there. Every You can learn from every person, whether they're homeless or they're billionaire. You can learn something from everyone. So approach every interaction with intellectual curiosity to learn. Every time I'm sitting next to someone, I don't care whether they are a musician or I don't care they're a photographer. I learned some tricks from them that I would have never thought I would. That's, that's a good good advice. If you could tell your 20-year-old self one thing, what would it be? Uh, never look at what is gone wrong or something to change. It doesn't matter what happens. Look at that event as that was meant to happen and know that things that look good or bad right now, a decade from now, the things that look bad may actually turn out to be the best. So just always know universe is your friend and there is no absolute good or bad because in everything that's bad today may actually turn to be a goodness tomorrow because you learn a lot from that. And then last question, what does success mean to you? Success is actually, that's really simple. It's not about the amount of money you have in the bank. It is about the number of lives you improve along the way is your success. And humility is a sign of success. So when you become humble, you have been successful. If you have iota of arrogance left in you, that means you're still trying to prove something to yourself or someone else, and that's not success. I know a lot of entrepreneurs listen to this show and NetSuite has been a huge supporter for entrepreneurs, for business owners, because there's one thing that we all know. Business is about making money and it's about your bottom line. And the less you spend on the nuts and bolts of running your business, the more profits you keep. But these days, everything is costing more. Supplies, people, shipping. It squeezes your margins. And I've been there juggling multiple systems for finance, inventory, you name it, each with its own costs and its own set of headaches. That's why I made the switch to NetSuite by Oracle. It's changed our company. Think about it. NetSuite is one of the top financial systems out there. It puts your whole business on one platform, accounting, finance, the works, one data source for everyone. There's no more mismatched info. And because it's in the cloud, it slashes your IT costs. No more servers, no more updates. Just access NetSuite from anywhere. With one integrated suite, your overhead drops big time. And here's the real win. Efficiency. Everything's connected in NetSuite. Costs are ridiculous lately. Find a proven way to reduce your expenses and get better performance out of your team. It's a no-brainer, and that's what NetSuite offers. Over 37,000 companies have figured this out already. You have to join them. Right now, through to April 15th, NetSuite's got an incredible, flexible financing plan. Check it out and see the savings yourself at netsuite.com slash scottclary. That's netsuite.com slash scottclary. I don't know about you, but the idea of being harassed, scammed, or even worse, all because somebody found my personal information online, that's terrifying. Our political opinions, our addresses, even stuff about our families, it's out there for anyone to grab. And did you know that data brokers are allowed to sell information on over 98% of Americans? It's scary stuff. That's why I've partnered with Delete Me. I personally use Delete Me. They're a big friend of the podcast because I put myself out there online. So safety is a huge concern. It's really scary how easy it is to find someone's details and information. But Delete Me creates a layer of protection that we all need. You tell Delete Me what you want gone and they make it disappear from those sketchy data broker sites. And Delete Me doesn't stop. They constantly monitor the web to keep your information off those lists. It's like having a privacy watchdog that never sleeps. You need to take control of your data and keep your private life private by signing up for Delete Me. They're giving a special discount for all Success Story podcast listeners. Get 20% off your Delete Me plan when you go to joindeleteme.com slash success and use promo code success at checkout. The only way to get 20% off is to go to joindeleteme.com slash success and enter code success at checkout. J-O-I-N-D-E-L-E-T-E-M-E dot com slash success. Hey everyone, I just want to take a second and thank the sponsor of today's episode, Heaven Hill Bottled and Bond Bourbon. Now I don't have a lot of liquor sponsors on this show. Heaven Hill Bottled and Bond is actually one of my favorites. I've drank it for a few years now, and this is why we actually decided to work together. Heaven Hill Distillery, family-owned since 1935, is a great entrepreneur story, too. So there's five brothers. They filled their first whiskey barrels back in 1935, and their legacy still lives on today. Heaven Hill Bottled and Bond is aged over seven years. 
That's three more than required by the Bottled and Bond Act of 1897. This means the best quality, the best purity, and the best consistency. This is not just average bourbon. It's the winner of the double gold medals at multiple 2023 World Spirits competitions, and they've won the very prestigious Triple Still Award. It's a very big deal in the liquor and bourbon world. Heaven Hill Bottled and Bond boasts an exceptionally smooth oak flavor, while its aroma offers a sweet blend of caramel and smooth vanilla. If you love bourbon, you need to try Heaven Hill Bottled and Bond. Available nationally, look for a bottle at your local store. Heaven Hill reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Think back to your last few days in the office. Did any of them leave you feeling really accomplished? Not the kind of day where you're running around like crazy, but where you've made real progress on something that matters. Because being busy doesn't always mean being productive. And I bet you we've all been there. And maybe it's time to rethink what it means to get things done. Today's episode is sponsored by Belay. And what they help you do is, instead of getting sucked into emails and to-do lists, they help you delegate tasks and focus on big goals. They can connect you with top-notch US-based talent who are ready to take on those time-consuming tasks that bog you down. Let's be real. There are way more important things you could be doing than bookkeeping or wrangling a packed inbox. They have virtual assistants to handle all of those pesky administrative tasks or accounting professionals to take care of all your financials. But here's the best part. You don't have to waste weeks searching for the right person. Belay's personalized matching service works quickly, sometimes matching you with the right talent to take stuff off your plate in under a week. Are you ready to try a different way of working? Check out Belay's list of the top 25 things you can delegate to a virtual assistant. It might just change your business and your life. Text success, that's S-U-C-C-E-S-S, to 55123 to get the list and to start transforming your to-do list with Belay. Thank you so much, Indeed, for sponsoring Success Story. For all business leaders out there, Indeed is a lifesaver. See, we're always driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. You're going to ditch the busy work and you're going to use Indeed for scheduling, screening, messaging, so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash Clary. Just go to Indeed.com slash Clary right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash Clary. Terms and conditions apply. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. 